All right, welcome to the stock market update. Today is Friday, June the 3rd. Happy afternoon from Germany, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. So yesterday, stocks finished higher. The VIX actually hit its lowest level in a month. So, I mean, what's going on there? But today we have the all-important jobs report. And what's happening there? Uh, earlier this morning, Elon Musk uh, said that he wants uh, his executive team to fire 10% of the workforce. So is this only Tesla or is this widespread? We will take a look at this. We will see how the markets are reacting. We'll talk to you about how we trade this jobs report and also show you how to place a 90% profit-taking order. So lots to talk about today. Uh, so good to be here. If this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And together we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And every morning we sift through a mountain of uh, newsletters, websites and reports. And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. If this is your first time here. I know it can be a little bit overwhelming, but don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I'll link to in the description, and that's a great place to get started. All right, so this is our last, last. Uh, live one from here and the last one from Germany because next week we're both traveling. So yep. next week we will not do a stock market update, but uh, we will be back, and it has been a blast. Yeah. We got a lot of presents here. I mean, yes. I, I, I just see uh, original Sachertorte. From Vienna. So good. Um, so good. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> we got some more great sweets. Mm. Uh, we, we got these. Uh, Those were, treats were awesome. From Jordan. These were awesome. And you just got one more present. You didn't unpack it yet. So oh. this is from, from Heidi from Canada. Oh, wonderful. Unpack it. Okay. <laughs> what? Might as well. All right. And then we'll talk about that? trading in the markets. It's really cool. Like the wrapping? <laughs> I like it when it's easy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's perfect for us, especially for the show. Let's see, let's see. Dear Coffee, you are the first thing I think of when I wake up. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for anybody that knows me, that is absolutely true. Uh, I, I love my wife, but coffee is great in the morning for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so let's see of what is happening here in the markets. And Yesterday, uh, I mean, after uh, two days where we had uh, down days, so we had a two-day losing streak, but yesterday snapping it. And if you look at it, at a five-minute chart here of the S&P, it was basically diddling around and then up, up and away, strong rally into the close. Yeah, I mean, that first hour or so, just chopping around, and it, uh, it looked like we weren't going to see much, but then just, uh, you know, basically a shot straight higher, finishing at session highs. Uh, a pretty decent move going into uh, today, which we have a, a big report. So I was a little caught off guard by that huge rally. Yeah, because usually what we see on days like this is that the markets are rather diddling around, going up a little bit, down a little bit. I, I mean, I would have expected something more along these lines sure. that we had on Wednesday uh, or maybe even something like this that we had on Tuesday. That is actually a surprising move. Nothing really that, that sparked it. I, mean, I think it was the hope going in today. And this is where... The, the VIX uh, yesterday dropped to its lowest level in, in a while because yesterday we were finishing at around 24 and a half. And uh, we haven't seen this since uh, May 1st. And before this, it was uh, end of April. So as you can see, going down here. So the uncertainty, the fear is gone. Uh, at least yesterday, uh, we I think that those are reasonable levels. We've talked about the 30 level being more of an extreme. I mean, 25 still elevated, but... 
if you know this is a sign to come, volatility slowly tapering off, although a little more volatility this morning. Yeah. So, uh, but answer, let's take a look at a weekly chart because right now the S&P looks like, I mean, if, if it can hold on to these gains, that we have another winning week. So this would be the second one. Back to back. Uh, pretty much same here for the NASDAQ and also for the Dow. And the Dow came off uh, eight losing weeks in a row, the longest streak since 1923. That's in 99 years. So looking good thus far. But then we have the all-important jobs report. But before we talk about this, uh, there were news this morning from Tesla. And this came right before this jobs report. Yeah, just kind of out of the blue, uh, Tesla shares down pre-market after a report saying that Elon Musk sent out an internal memo saying that he wants to cut 10% of their uh, jobs for the automaker, uh, saying that he has a super bad feeling about <laughs> the economy. <laughs> and you know it's from Elon Musk if it says super bad. <laughs> right, right. So, and this is where going into the jobs report, the question is, okay, is this actually representative of what other employers are thinking? Because uh, we have heard over the past few weeks uh, that, that quite a few employers are actually putting on a hiring freeze. Yes. The latest to join was Coinbase uh, mm -hmm. that also said, OK, we're putting on a hiring freeze. And we, we had a, a bunch of companies already saying this. And uh, that's kind of where, OK, is the economy slowing down here? This is why this morning the jobs report really everybody was on pins and needles and uh, Let's take a look at what happened. Sure, sure. Uh, jobs report actually coming out much better than expected. 390,000 non-farm jobs added versus a 325,000 expectation. Lo lower than the previous month with 436, but much better than expected. And this is in contrast to the private payrolls uh, numbers that we had yesterday, which was a, a much, uh, it, it showed a slowdown. Right, right. So this is great. Also, the unemployment rate still holding steady at 3.6%. It was expected that it goes a little bit lower, but 3.6%, uh, that's, that's pretty historic. We haven't had uh, that low unemployment since 1969. I mean, well, I was born in 1969, so that's 53 years. <laughs> Maybe it explains your birth. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, these are actually really strong numbers. Also, uh, I mean, the Fed is always concerned that the average hourly earnings start increasing. And everybody thought, okay, with inflation going on, that we will see an increase in average hourly earnings. But no, holding steady at the same level as last month. So, I mean, overall, this sounds like really good news from the jobs market. I, I would say that for what traders are wanting, this is a, a, a solid report for sure. But let's see how the markets reacted to this. So if you're looking here at the uh, E-mini Nasdaq and the five-minute chart, then we see that, uh, okay, markets were nervous going into the jobs report. So the gains from yesterday, if you just look at this, uh, the, the gains were pretty much almost erased this morning going into the jobs report. And then here is the reaction to the jobs report. So at first, like, yay, the economy is still strong. And then oh, wait, this has some implications. Yes, and I mean, this is where we continue to struggle with good news being bad news and bad news being good news when we take the Fed into consideration and what they might do. Uh, so you know, a little back and forth there and still very indecisive after dipping even more before what we're or what we see right now. Uh, that's because the, the Fed pausing their rate hikes after the June-July meeting is really unlikely with such a strong 
jobs number, where if everything was pointing to jobs slowing down, potentially having an impact on the economy, the Fed could potentially slow down rate uh, hikes because of uh, inflation right. and the economy. And this is why we always say trade what you see, not what you think, because when you think about it, good employment numbers should actually push the market higher. But then, as we see here, at first, the reaction lower. And uh, the reason is because it pushed interest rates yep. higher. Look at this. So the 10-year yield jumping from 2.92 to 2.98. So that's a solid jump of 2.3% here. Because, as you said, now traders say, well, if the economy is strong, Fed still needs to get inflation under control. So they will keep uh, continuing uh Hiking rates. Yeah. And this is where we can go back and uh, take a look here at uh, what traders are expecting. I mean, it's almost certain that uh, they're raising it half a percentage point uh, in the next meeting. But let's take a look here over the next few meetings. So half a percentage point factored in for the uh, for the next meeting in June, mm -hmm. half a percentage point factored in for the meeting in July. And this year now has changed because basically in September, everybody was expecting that now the Fed is actually slowing down and then we saw also just a week ago that pretty much uh, from december on everybody expected the fed to stop raising interest rates and this now a completely different picture because the fed has this dual mandate of being concerned about the unemployment market but also about inflation and this morning's unemployment report shows there's nothing to be <laughs> concerned about just yet yes we hear about the hiring freezes but looking at last month's numbers they're still going strong it's a slippery slope between a strong economy and high inflation right now. So hard to balance that. But you're right uh, with what we're seeing with the probabilities with the Fed watch tool. Traders are expecting that the Fed's just going to continue to raise rates. All right. So we'll show you in a moment of uh, how we trade this market and also uh, how to place a 90 percent profit order, profit taking order. But I also want to talk about crude oil really quick because we had the, the OPEC meeting, and uh, during the OPEC meeting, the oil-producing uh, exporting countries basically said, yes, we will raise production. And usually when they do it, I mean, crude oil should fall. But this morning, crude oil still marching higher. Yeah, interesting to see. Uh, they decided to raise production by 648,000 barrels a day in both July and August. This compares to 432,000 barrels each month which was the earlier plan. Uh, and normally you have uh, more supply uh, and that would bring the prices down uh, compared to the demand, but not this time around. Yeah, because it's nothing. I mean, that's a drop in a bucket. I mean, this is, a, if you think about it, the Russia oil production right now is already down by a million barrels. So this is not even compensating for this. And it's expected that uh, the, the Russia oil production is even getting lower uh, lowering by two to three million barrels per day. So the, the 648 is nothing. And this is why we see crude oil still marching higher here. Sure. You also uh, had brought up that OPEC members, uh, except for Saudi Arabia and the UAE, are already pumping at capacity as well. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about uh, profit-taking orders and how we trade these markets. So I want to switch over to PowerX Optimizer and I want to take a look at NVIDIA because NVIDIA is a stock there where I was assigned at 195. So I sold puts, uh, collected some premium, got assigned. And as we see right now, NVIDIA yesterday had a really strong run. So I was able to sell calls and yesterday I was rolling calls. So I was rolling them into the next week because I got some really, really good premium here. 
So uh, looking at the calculator, I got $3 in premium. Uh, actually, I got $3.35 because I wanted to have the $2,010. So this was my goal, as you can see, 77% annualized. Uh, so this is the order that I have in the market. So as you can see right now, I have NVIDIA shares, 600 shares. I did sell the calls against it. Let me just zoom in a little bit. And then I also have TPR. And uh, this is where we can take a look at TPR in a moment, but let's talk about NVIDIA. So what, what I like to do here, what we like to do is when we sell calls to buy them back at 90%. Yeah, buying them back at 90% means that pretty much most of the value has uh, has left or has gone from the original credit. Um, this allows us to close the trade and potentially initiate a new one if there's a nice rally. Right. And uh, I mean, for me, the easiest way is to do it right here out of PowerX Optimizer because then I can click on the profit target. Uh, it immediately pre-fills the order uh, to basically close it as a GTC order and there's these five things that your broker needs to know from you when you place a trade. It's a, what do you want to trade? In this case, it is NVIDIA, an option. What is the expiration date? What is the strike price? Is it a call? What exactly do you want to do? We want to buy to close the number. So there's a lot of fields to fill out. And that's what I like about uh, just having this automatically pre-populated so that all I need to do here is uh, click on preview and click on submit and boom. There we go. Now the order is in the market. So this makes it easy. It's basically a two-click approach. Super easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now uh, let's also talk about uh, TPR. Oh, Hawk. We got to talk about Hawk. So Hawk, we sold puts uh, expiring today for 56% uh, annualized. But then yesterday, we saw a lot of unusual option activity. That was super odd. It really was. It really was. You noticed that... With Hog trading about the same price that we put the trade on at on Wednesday, the uh, options premium had actually increased, which is rare. Each day, uh, the options premium in most situations would be decreasing. And then when we brought up an options chain, we saw a ton of volume at two yeah. strikes, one being ours, and no call volume. And that, that's very unusual. Yeah. So, I mean, we didn't know exactly what's happening. So we just decided to close it as a scratch trade uh, because when in doubt, get out yeah <laughs> so that's where uh this was a, a break even trade so uh, i made a nickel you made a nickel <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> no cake for you <laughs> okay i i got out there so uh tpr also uh moving nicely towards the strike price so we'll see if i can sell some calls here today uh let's see what the markets are doing sure. after reacting here and uh, we can take another quick look here at the Nasdaq uh, because, yeah, markets don't know yet what to think about this employment report. And uh, we see it's, it's still all over the place. Yep. So let's see if uh, the indices can hang on to a winning week or if there's a losing week. We will look for opportunities because right now we're pretty light here in the portfolio. So yep. we'll see if the markets remain down that we can sell some more puts. That's the plan. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, so that's it for this week from Germany. Um, as we said, next week we won't have a stock market update. Both of us are traveling. So we will see you again in uh, Monday in a week, something like this. So have a great weekend. Have a great week. Uh, make lots of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy trading, everybody.